Hey guys, welcome to Choppa History. Today brought to you by Indian Motorcycles and Law Tigers. Um, you guys are in the market for a new motorcycle. Make sure you try out an Indian. Go test ride one. And if unfortunately you're looking for a motorcycle or looking for an attorney, give Law Tigers a call because as we say every week, they are bikers. They are real motorcycle enthusiasts. Um, give Law Tigers a call. Our show today, we are going to have a special guest, Bobby the Welder. Um, but before we get to that, um, I wanted to let everybody know, which I forgot to upload a picture of our shirts. Let me see if I have one. Um, anyway, we our shirts are now going to be sold through competition distributing. So here's the link. If any of you guys want to buy a Perilous shirt or Perilous hat, go to competition distributing they're on there and you have um i believe that we're guaranteeing shipping by the 19th so if you order by the 19th you will get it for christmas they make a great christmas present great christmas present yeah yeah actually we got, um, let me grab one yeah uh, our new shirt design uh is awesome i love it um it's pretty popular uh, a lot of people uh are picking up the, the new perowitz shirts and the perowitz hats so if anybody is uh, looking for that last minute Christmas present, uh, get a hold of competition distributors and they have an inventory. And if it's local and you want to come by the shop, we have them here also. Yeah. So either come on by the shop or uh, you can get it online through competition distributors. And here's the t-shirts. So they have them um, online. So that's the website you can get t-shirts at um also i want to mention i'm going to post it on my instagram which my instagram is jody perowitz dps is d perowitz and then perowitz underscore psychopath so if you guys aren't following us make sure you do i will have four of these these cups tumblers that i'm going to paint so if you want dibs on one of the four before christmas get a hold of me they're 150 bucks each um, I will put names, colors, whatever you guys point me in a direction. Um, so like I said, I only have four of these that I'm going to be painting for Christmas for four people. So, so yeah, get them early yeah. because they're going to go quick. Um, you know, that's, this is the present that, uh, uh, you know, if you're looking for something different that for the guy that has everything, uh, a tumbler with their name on it or uh, a logo or whatever. Get all the Jody and uh, you'll be looking good. Yeah. Um, you'll be looking like a hero for Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Like DP said, it's a present for somebody that you don't know what to get or already has everything or you can't afford what they want. <laughs> like, like Jody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a, you know. Yeah, somebody that has everything. Well, it's not, not that I it's not know. that I have everything, it's just what I want we can't afford. Otherwise, yeah. we'd already have it. Yeah, right. Um, all right. So let's get to Bobby because I think that this is gonna be a cool interview. So Bobby the Welder. Hey Bobby. Hey Bobby. How are you doing? Dude, this shirt design is freaking sick. I definitely am buying myself a present because I definitely already have everything, but that shirt I don't have yet and i'm going over there as soon as we get done with this we might like have if, to, if i wasn't on my phone i'd be already over there ordering one now we might have to just do some horse trading and we'll trade for a bobby the welder shirt oh there you go sold <laughs> deal deal so you so tell us a little bit of your story because it is a good story 
man, how far back do you want me to go? <laughs> we only have, let's say, an hour. Yeah. But okay, we won't do the deep, deep dive. I'll give you the uh, the crib notes on it. Oh man, so. My first love is cars. And in high school, my dad was a diesel mechanic for the government. And so I wanted to be an auto mechanic and um, got into the industry. It took me a long time. I dealt with a lot of sexism in order to get into it. Uh, once I was in it, still dealt with a lot of sexism and just spent a lot of my life like depressed because of that was my love. And like just through a bunch of crap and bullying and stuff when I was a kid and blah, blah, like you know, poor me kind of stuff, but went through, uh, went through a lot of bullying and bless you, um, went through, bless you. Sorry, thanks. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, just went through depression and at an early age went into like alcoholism and drugs and just like, it was pretty normal for me to want to kill myself. And this is something that it just, it was normal for me. I didn't realize I was depressed. It just, this is who I was. Um, fast forward many years. I and you said this is who I was. That I thought that's who I was. Like just, that's who I thought I was. This, I thought this was normal. Um, later on, I ended up getting really messed up with drugs. Um, just one thing led to another. And this is why I was still in the automotive industry. Um, just really bad. Ended up in the hospital over it. Like I turned myself in. I knew that I was just really in a bad place and knew something had to change. Turned myself into the hospital. And I don't know how long it took because time doesn't exist for me, but uh, was able to get through some really deep anger. Like once I sobered up, I was really angry at myself for uh, I was a single mom, uh, you know, young son. And his dad wasn't around. I, I raised him completely on my own. And when I realized what I'd done for him, I just, I went through a lot of anger, like at myself for that. Like I turned like what was depression into just a massive self-hatred. Um, just to, you know, and this is all stuff I did to myself, just completely and utterly, everything was here. Um, fast forward. Yeah, so how'd you get from... Just a little bit. I found welding. welding. <laughs> like, welding changed everything for me. Um, I sat down one evening with my family and neighbors and watched the movie Castaway starring Tom Hanks. And there's a 15-second clip in the beginning of that movie where this woman is in a... I think it's a barn. She's in this barn. It's very dark. There's these giant metal angel wings, and there's, like, the sparks are going everywhere. And you couldn't tell it was a girl. You just, you see the welder, you see, and then, you know, the FedEx guy comes in and she flips her hood up and it just spoke to my soul. I can't explain it because I'd never welded before. I did not think I was creative in any way, shape or form. I mean, I, my handwriting is egregious. My stick figures are questionable at best, but I knew in my soul that I was meant to be a metal sculptor. I was meant to weld art. Well, you certainly do an excellent job at it. Yeah, um, I mean, the stuff you're doing, Bobby, is... Yeah, let's I show mean, some it, of it. it just blows us away. You know, this one here in particular. Yeah, so tell us about this one. Oh, what a great honor that piece was. So that is, it currently resides in a first responders honor park in Painted Post, New York. You can go visit it. Um, probably wait till the summertime when it's warm. 
Yeah, nobody wants to go to New York in December unless it's New York City for Christmas. You gotta. Uh, it is beautiful, but I'm not a fan of the cold. So that sculpture was commissioned by um, by Corning, New York, by this park that um, it's to honor all first responders. And when they reached out to me, like I had this picture like in my head, like they were like, we want a firefighter rescue my child. And like, this is what I saw in my mind was, was this. And like, because I can't draw, I was able to go and just, I kind of like Photoshopped, like I Googled a window with the curtains blowing and I Googled this. I just kind of like Photoshopped it all together. and was like, this is what my, you know, what my idea is and was blessed that these guys were just like, yes, like we want you, like we want this. Uh, it was dedicated, was it last year on 9-11? And uh, just, it's a lot of it's actually scrap metal. So the firefighter and the child that he's rescuing is scrap metal. Uh, the frame and the curtain, it's all, it's all new. Uh, the base is scrap metal. Uh, a couple of pieces of, like just bigger pieces I had and then a few pieces of scrap metal just patched in. But I love using scrap metal on my art because it is, a way to give something a second chance to be beautiful. It takes something that, you know, 100% of companies throw drop, like from a CNC table, they'll throw that drop away. And that's what I use for a lot of the stuff that I'm making is drop from, from other projects. It just kind of pull stuff in. It's like the kid's head is actually uh, part of a sculpture I made years ago, which was a Cheshire cat. And it just never sold. And it was like one of my favorites. And I love Alice in Wonderland. Like I identify as Alice. And uh, I, just, I love it. But like the sculpture never sold. And it never sold. It never sold. So I took the body of the cat and used that for Hope, which is the angel with um, where she's down on the ground. She's like sitting on the ground. She's got her, her head down. Uh, the Cheshire cat's body, I believe, is her body. The tail is the kid's head. So I just kind of cut it up and just reshaped it and turned it into the kid's head. But that piece right there is just something that means a freaking world to me because of who it honors. And just finding the pieces like that when, when I could find a, a mission to have my art serve a mission, it is just so much more powerful to me and stepping into the shop and working hundreds of hours, you know, to, to do something like that. It's just, it's just, it's so easy to go, oh, all the nurses and doctors that have been working so hard through COVID, like this is going to honor them and all the, you know, just our, our police officers and the, the, you know, the rescue dogs, all of them, like it's just going to serve all these people and honor all these people. Is that an actual uh, real ladder? No, I made the ladder too. So it's, um, I use channel. And then uh, it's it's channel, and I basically what I do is I reference pictures. So I referenced one of the ladders that a firefighter would put against the side of the uh, the house, and then like they pull the rope and it um, expands. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I had one on my house, an extension ladder, right? Some technical terms, but I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. I just went outside and I took pictures of the one I had, and then I just scaled it down to what I needed to do, and then just basically made a ladder and I tested it. Like I climbed up and down. I figured if someone was to if like kids were to go into the park at night, like I would, if I was 13 years old, I would have climbed the shit out of that thing. And so I went and made it so I can climb up and down the ladder and hang out on it to make sure, <laughs> which it's up off the ground. It's on a, it's on a big pedestal. And, but uh, yeah, I just, 
yeah. over built a ladder. It's way stronger than any ladder you could ever buy in a store. Just saying. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I've seen and looked at lots of sculptures, and um, you know, I I've always loved the uh, modern art type of sculptures, and then you know, of course, now there's so many guys that are doing uh, sculptures out of old motorcycle parts, but to build a sculpture with a person my god you blew me away with that i mean you know mm -hmm. that's truly an art to be able to build that fireman you know carrying a little kid and just all the details you've got in it um you know you've got to have uh um you know a lot of artistic ability to to see that you know and and you know you had mentioned, you know, you don't draw anything out. Um, the same with me. I can't draw for shit. <laughs> you know? um, people ask me, for, well, can you give me a sketch? Nope. No nope. sketches. Imagine this, but in metal. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my pitch to my clients. And I was like, yeah, yeah. The same. fact that they trust me is mind-blowing. Yeah. It just shows the different mediums of art that, like you said, you guys can't draw but you certainly are a sculptor and creative and obviously the same goes for DP that you don't necessarily have to be, you know, a, a drawing artist to be an artist. Right. Right. Hey, so the treasure chest that you made I, for the high seas rally, I mean, that thing was so cool. Yeah. So this was really cool. We, we both got to see this in person. So it was neat to, you know, sometimes pictures don't do it justice or vice versa. Um, but seeing that chest in person was like, wow, she really is creative and good at what she does. No, oh, that means the world to me. How, how many hours do you think you had in this treasure chest? Oh, all of them. I don't know. Like that's, I'm probably like really awful at like, I quote jobs and I do it based on like how a company would. Like if I work this many hours, I bill out at this, my shop is that. And I just try to guess. Yeah, how many hours? I have no friggin' clue. Like, I have to look through my picture albums on my phone to go, okay, like, this is the first day I started it. Like, if I had to guess, oh, and it's such a rough guess. I'm like six to eight weeks, maybe. I had to make a slip roll in order to make the top because that's 11 gauge steel. And I'm, I don't have, well, I everything is hand built. When I say made by hand, like, I freaking mean it, you know? Like I've got to, like, if I got to bend something, I've used my truck to drive, you know, drive over metal to, to bend stuff. It's just, I had to make a slip roll and use two Bessie clamps on either side because it's 11 gauge. And, you know, I need a machine that's bigger than my shop that would actually roll that like yeah. normally. It turned out really well though, because the way it did it, it was more like, like what an actual treasure chest with it had boards. I'm like, man, I'm like, I was kind of pissed at first when I saw it had the lines. I'm like, no. And I go, hey, wait. <laughs> that's yeah. how a treasure chest would be though yeah. it is exactly you know? hey so are you in daytona now yes but i don't have a shop yet i'm still and i've like just made a post about this two days ago i have been in daytona for approximately two months now and i've spent a solid two days looking for a shop and i was uncomfortable both of those days um i am this is a huge move for me so my shop i've been a full-time artist eight and a half years i've owned my house for 11. there is such a stability in that 
And I had like almost zero overhead because I am already living in my house. So I just worked in my garage, which was connected to my house. Um, and so coming down here, like I've got to move my entire business. Uh, the, the cost of that, which is just like, I was mind blown when I saw how much it was to rent a truck about, holy shit. Um, being homeless before and being, I'm going to cry through this, being homeless before and being a starving artist, which I know the reason why artists starve is because they don't know how to run a business. I know today, I know damn well how to run a business and I literally wrote a book on it, you know, but it's, I, I'm still, even though like, I know this stuff, like looking at the facts, the emotion of what I'm doing, I have been battling this and I didn't realize I was battling it until you know, I'm like, I had all these excuses. First, there was Biketoberfest. I showed up, you know, a week before and have basically been, you know, at Biketoberfest ever since. I had the High Seas Rally. I had Fabtech. I had one event after another that I've been doing. And then there was Thanksgiving and now Christmas is coming. And my family, like, I've been making all these excuses in my head and rationalizing why I haven't gone and looked for a shop. Um, but at the end of the day is I'm scared shitless. This is a huge move for me. Like, this is my dream. I've been working on this like 15 freaking years like 15 years ago when I said, I know I need to be a sculptor, this shop that I'm going to get down here, which I'm, I'm going to rent for a year. It's not like the permanent permanent, but maybe it is like, this has been the culmination of 15 years of work and building myself up and building my art and, you know, growing who I am, growing who my business is. And I am literally just scared shitless. And it scared me into like freezing to where I, I haven't done. And I'm like coming up with all these like, what if this and what if that and what if this and you know it's uh it's scary as shit i know it's the right move like daytona is home for me when i left in march after bike week i cried like i cried i mourned for this city i needed to be here i like the people i met the culture the food that like i mentioned the people that are just it's it's everything i've wanted probably for as long as i can remember is the family that's here the family that comes here, but the family that is here already. And like, I don't need to be anywhere specific because I sell online, my art's online, but it's community. Like the community that I have found in, you know, being a biker is it's church. I don't know how else to say it. Like this is church for me. So I know I'm in the right area. I just have to get over the bullshit gobbledygook of how much it's going to cost. And I've got to get in, you know, the insurance and, you know, it's uh do you think it's because it's like this is like a big move this is like your real time getting like a shop that's your own it's not your garage it's not a cellar it's not a friend's shop like this is gonna be all you you need to do it i can invite people in it's giving me space to invite you know my family you guys my my biker family in my community it gives me room like what, what I really want to do is uh, what Tom Banks has done is his, his clubhouse like that. Like, and I didn't know that's what I wanted until like, I, you know, I'm like that we right there. Want, we all want Tom Banks's clubhouse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Like that's like, that will allow me to create, to be in my space all the time, but then to invite, you know, and he did like, uh, meeting you up there, Dave was, uh, and Laura just like, I didn't know who was coming to dinner. I know someone's coming to dinner. I met Tom for five freaking minutes in, at bike week. I didn't know who the hell he was. I happened to be in Rhett Rotten's wall of death. 
And a guy that was with Tom introduced us. Now I'd been at Sons of Speed Racing. I worked on uh, worked on Chuck's pit crew, and I worked on Chuck's pit crew. I was his umbrella girl. Yeah, Chuck's yeah. Which is like, yeah, was Chuck. so much fun. Oh, there he yeah, is. Yeah, Chuck's watching. Chuck. He says, yeah. "Bobby the Welter." Yeah, I'm like, I I met I met Tom for five minutes, and he goes, "Hey, if you're ever in the Pittsburgh area, look me up. I got a place you could stay. You could stay at the clubhouse." I was like, "Cool." I happened like, you know, a couple months later was uh, up there to donate some tools to a really cool, uh, really cool shop that is teaching inner city kids how to weld art. And it's going up in the city of Pittsburgh. I had a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, yeah. So I know I could bring it down there. And so I like, I basically sent him, I was like, hey, you know, I'm coming through. And he's like, yeah, I got some friends coming to town. We could go to dinner. I'm like, cool. At least I had no clue. And like, look at what I fell into. I want to do that for people like that's what I need to create down here. And maybe it takes me a year of renting a place, but that's like, that's the vision, right? Like that. And so like, well, gosh, like, look how excited I get when I start talking about it. If I'm in here and I like all the what ifs, like it scares me into non-action. But when I start talking about what it's, you know, what I will create with that, like I'm crying from joy now. It's not out of fear. Hopefully, after this, after this show, you're gonna go and look at some more places. Oh damn right! I like I'm on it now. Like the other day when I made that post, I was like, "That is, um, that's the bow being pulled back." I don't know if you guys have ever bow hunted, but when you pull a bow back, it's that I had to draw back into myself, into myself, and sit down and just get my shit. You know what I'm saying? Get my shit correct. And that's what that post was, is that was me letting the world know, like, look, I've been in fear, but uh, it's time to let go because that that forward, you know, it's just, it's infinite power. And that drawback is what allows that power to, you know, to come out in its fullest. I'm surprised that with, uh, <laughs> with all the people that you've met recently, um, we'll say in the last six months, and, you know, you're an extremely personable person, you know, um, and I'm surprised nobody has come forward and said, hey, Bobby, I've got a shop. Uh, my friend's got a shop that you can rent, you know, or uh, whatever. Uh, I've I'm got a lot of people pointing me at different shops. I've gone and looked, like I said, I spent a couple of days. I found some places I thought were cool. It it was either one thing or another, but it's like there are definitely people that have been above and beyond beautiful and have made contacts for me and I've gone and chased those down, but it was, uh, I think, I think waiting, I, I think that time has allowed me also to get real clear on what's important. And at first I thought I wanted uh, like an old vintage gas station, but you know, I was like, yeah. And I, you know, I was telling people that's what I want. Cause I mean, like, I just, Oh, it's such a cool vibe and I can make a little Barbie museum in it because that was part of what I would like to, to begin. But the more, the, you know, the longer the, you know, like this journey's gone on, like I thought that was it, but it's, it's Tom's shop. It's Tom's, uh, it's a clubhouse, man. Like I want a clubhouse. I want to have space to bring other people in and just share my space with other people, bring them into that and, you know, create, to maybe create together. I don't know, but just have that place where I can, I can host people. I think that would just be so much fun to, you know, to do for others what Tom did for me. And that was just like, 
like he didn't even know who I was. He's like, yeah, I mean, like I could be some weirdo, which yes, I already am. And he <laughs> already knows that. I like, he definitely invited the weirdo in, but also he's an artist. So he gets it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, we moved, uh, we had a big shop. We had a 12,000 square foot shop. I mean, our shop was every bike builder's dream. Believe me, we so built the building. And I mean, it was just a beautiful, beautiful place. And, you know, we were doing really well. We had a year, at least a year backlog on bikes. And and then when the economy kind of shit the bed and everything started turning around, um, you know, we we decided that it was best in our best interest to downsize. And so uh, in the meantime, I started looking for another place. And, you know, uh, you know, it took a few months, but when we found where we are now, I mean, I knew I walked in and, you know, I have a vision and it was just a, a, a big open building, basically. And I said, wow, I can I can make this work. So the same thing, you'll know when you find the right place, you'll know that it's the right place. Yeah, I agree. I just need to start to, to look, to look, <laughs> yeah. to really look, to look with joy and with the, the, the knowledge that I'm on a treasure hunt and that like the fun of like, Oh, is this going to be it? Like, I, you know, it's uh that right there is, is keeping in mind the, the mission and how it's going to serve others. Like knowing it's going to serve others, like, it obviously will serve me, but knowing that I can also use it to serve others, that right there, like that changes everything because sometimes I need to take myself out of the, the quote, quotient, quotient. I need to take myself out of the picture and look at how I could help other people because I tend to be the person I'm like, it's so much easier for me to do something nice for you than it is to do nice stuff for me sometimes. Well, you must miss not getting your hands dirty. Um. Very much so, but also I have been creating while I'm down here. I can't not create. Yeah. And so my my business is half of it's in the shop and half of it like half of I'm half of it I'm working in my business and half of it I'm working on my business. So whether it's writing a book, um, updating my website, um, like I do everything. So I don't have anyone doing anything else. And so I went and like, you know, I came back and I made a media kit, which I've never had before. And I go, oh, that's, that's really cool. Like I can make a media kit. And now it's easy. Like when companies are like, oh, I want to work with you. I'm like, oh, do I have your permission to send my media kit? You know, I have like this fancy shit that I've made, you know, it's, professional. Um, I'm rebranding my, I know, right. I'm, yeah. I'm so professional. We'll use that in quote marks. I'm also mature. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We know that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Perfect. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just having the, like, I'm actually rebranding one of my books right now, um, which I wanted to do for, I think, about a year and a half. Uh, I tried to a little bit before, so I'm like, I'm still creating and I'm pouring creation into my business. It's just not the physical labor. It's the mental labor. And and both of them bring me joy. Like I, but uh, yeah, I miss hammering metal. Like, I miss beating on shit because it definitely is uh, like yeah. just joy. Right, so, it's just sheer um, joy. That last picture, one of those last pictures of you bending over with your welding helmet on, <laughs> that one there, yeah. Um, right now, we're in the process of uh, painting welding helmets. 
um, for a big company, we we can't we're not at liberty to uh, discuss too many of the details, but uh, they're going to do a signature series of Perowitz welding helmets. Boy, how lucky are they? Yeah, pretty. It's pretty cool. To How get, lucky are yeah. they? It's cool to get gigs where it's you know we're not getting paid a lot to do them now, but you get royalties and stuff. So it's cool, like you know, six months from now to be getting a check for I don't want to say doing nothing, but because it's passive income, baby. Right. That right there is the yeah. bread and butter to an. My opinion, it's yeah. the only reason that I'm allowed to sit here for for two months. And, you know, I could take off the rest of the year, which technically, I mean, like I haven't, I haven't, but that passive income is the bread and butter. Like that is the key, in my yeah. opinion, to be a, a successful artist. And, and over long term, the creative freedom, when you have financial stability, the creative freedom that that gives you is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just wanted to say too that, um, you were a huge influence on, on Laura. Um, you know, I think she told you she's going to welding school now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's doing a 17 week course and she's loving it. She's on the top of her class. I bet she and, is. Um, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> make art, you know, so it's, it's cool. She comes home from school at night and she wants to talk about welding for an hour. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to watch TV and she wants to <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh yeah tell uh, her to call me i've yeah. got all the time in the world for her man i'm super yeah. stoked for her and i've seen the art that she's making already yeah. before she had that uh, yeah i am so excited for her and i'm excited for the world because there's going to be some amazing stuff coming out of you know out of out of her shop yeah yeah so, has she got a space yet have, have you like oh, yeah. She's well, taking over. <laughs> I have a big shop at home that I worked out of for 25 years. So it's just, you know, now it's just, it's not getting used and I still have equipment there. So oh, she's kind yeah. of uh, made a home out back there in, in my old shop. So she's got a, a you know, great spot to work. Oh man. So what a tell, you just finished this or recently. Tell us yeah. about this sculpture because that is just so cool. Yeah. So if you look close at that, there's actually a sculpture on the tailgate right below it. Can you zoom in on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about this. And I think this is just such, and I appreciate this. Thank you. So on the bottom of the tailgate, if you, if you look real close, there's a small little sculpture of a phoenix. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, just, I told you I'm going to cry through this whole interview. Um, First of all, the, the big sculpture was commissioned uh, by the Rotary uh, in Elmira, New York, to be uh, oh, wow. to, to be created for the local cancer center. It's called Falk Cancer Center, F-A-L-C-K, Falk Cancer Center in Elmira, New York. Um, I've had members of my family suffer from cancer. I've had friends i've had you know like relatives and this this cancer center has has served our community for i don't know how long but many people that i personally know um it's art with a heart right oh so that's good they, yeah. they 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 approached me for it i quoted it for them they couldn't afford it and so i donated three quarters of that sculpture because i know they needed it and i know i wanted to be a part of it right yeah um, so that is uh, it is out back right now. 
of the Falk Cancer Center. So that's uh, the picture you've got right there is uh, the display. They're, they're creating uh, more stuff out there. But what it is, is there is a giant long window at the back of the building where people get their treatment. And the sculpture was created for that space that while they're getting their treatment, that they can sit and look out that window and see something, something, you know, hopefully inspiring. And when they approached me, they didn't ask for a phoenix. They said, we would like you to create something. I said, immediately, I was just like, it needs to be a phoenix. Um, I'm a phoenix sculpture, or sculpture. I'm a phoenix. It's not a sculpture, but I have a phoenix tattooed up my arm. That is my story of overcoming all the hell that I put myself through. Now, there are people out there in the world who did not put themselves in hell, but are directly living in hell, um, living in fear, living in uncertainty. And for, for me, the first thing that came to mind was that overcoming, was that rebirth of self. And that's what they're, in my opinion, like that's what they're doing is they're there rebuilding themselves. And so it was necessary, like necessary for me to sculpt this for them. Um, the little tiny sculpture that is on the tailgate was the first Phoenix that I sculpted eight years prior. Um, I was very proud of that sculpture at the time. I love the, like the, you know, it, it was like, I was deeply proud of that. And to see the, the difference between eight years, um, it was a don't ever give up on what you believe is right for you moment for me. That was just, you know, and, and same thing. It's just never give up. It's a never give up thing. Um, deeply blessed to have the opportunity and thank you to you know the city of Elmira to all the people at the Elmira Rotary for, for giving me that opportunity to give back. I walked into that shop every single day knowing that there are people suffering that need that vision. They need something and it's so easy to create. That is so very cool. Like even just the, the red like being such a dominant color you know that it'll stick out no matter what if it's a blue sky the red will stick out if it's snowing the the, the red will stick out like, oh yeah that is just a it is a strong sculpture <laughs> and the color is just perfect how did you paint Thank that you. so that's powder coated actually and i was deeply blessed uh i got a hold of my powder coater and i said here's the deal man i want red but it needs to be clear red i need it to be able to see the details in the metal underneath i don't want to cover up the details and they go that doesn't exist i go well look <laughs> and actually we were able to come up with a clear red so it's candy apple red powder yeah. coat and these guys just absolutely nailed the living shit out of it and what's really cool about it is that that sculpture changes um because it's you the i, I can't explain it but it looks like stained glass i can't explain it it looks like stained glass so when the sunlight hits it, I mean, like it looks like glass, but then when it's like, doesn't have the direct sunlight on it, it's like this deep burgundy red, like your, like your shirt, like it just has like, and it looks like it's got blacks in it and reds and it's just, uh, it is a fire bird for sure. Yeah. It's very, yeah, very cool. Exactly. Um, how about, so I, um, this one was very cool. This, yeah. this angel. Um, who did you do this for? So that's for Sullivan's Funeral Home in Horseheads, New York. And that, that sculpture is actually tattooed. I don't know how well I could get it, but that sculpture is tattooed on my arm. That is my very first masterpiece sculpture. 
Uh, I told you, where is it again? In that is in Horseheads, New York at Sullivan's Funeral Home. So Kevin Sullivan, who commissioned me for this sculpture, took the biggest risk of his career, I think, on commissioning me for this. At the time, I was making bookends, and I think this is 2016 that that one was, and it, she's still my favorite. Um, he commissioned me to make, he, he asked me, he goes, I want to do an angel, and he wanted to do an angel with praying hands, and I go, I've got a better idea. And that was my idea of the, the representation of loss and mourning, but the wings are up and that represents hope to me. And that's why when I, when I create my sculptures, a lot of them, you can't see the face, but the wings are up and it's, it's loss, but it's loss with hope and it's loss with, you know, just we'll get through this. Yeah. So I created that sculpture for the funeral home, but it was with, it, it was for my grandma who I lost in 93, 92, 93, 91, 92, somewhere in there. Uh, I was in ninth grade. So I think it was 91. Um, my grandma was the only unconditional love that I, I, I love my whole family, but my grandma was unconditional love, like pure and simple, just unconditional love. I could do no wrong. Um, I was her favorite. And uh, when she passed, it was sudden. I had no warning and there was no like, oh, you know, grandma's sick. It might, you know, and it was, uh, it was fudging devastating to me. Um, I don't know if I can swear or not. It was just, it was devastating to me. I immediately descended into hell and that's an understatement. Um, and I, you know, I told you like part of my story in the beginning and that was a massive part of it where it just, it, it plunged me into the depth of hell. Um, I didn't have the tools that I had today to, to deal with her loss. And so I used drugs and alcohol. Um, I thought of my grandma the entire time I sculpted that. And it was, like I said, Kevin took a huge risk on me because I was making like uh, bookends. I was making simple little things that I had just, basically I was welding together and I hadn't sculpted anything. Um, it was scary as hell to ask him for a price for something. And I will not tell you what I paid for him because I was, or what he paid for it. Because like, I like today, I'm just like, man, you're a moron, but also you're welcome. And I'm so grateful because it was scary for me to, to ask. Right. But uh, yeah, that was me proving to myself and me proving to the world that up to that point, it, it was about a seven year journey from me saying I wanted to be a sculptor until I produced what I feel like was my first masterpiece that was living proof of I could do exactly what I could say, what I said for years that I was going to do. And the fact that this guy like, just was just like, I believe in you. Right. Like when he commissioned that, it was him just saying, I believe in you. And it's just such a deep blessing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that, that sculpture, that, that one there, that's, that's awesome. So how do you come up with the, the wings? You just cut the pieces out and just kind of, wing it right i do wing it so that one was oh for her wings um i could still picture the whole thing i had was it three eighths inch round bar that i took and made in the shape of those wings and then and like i can't explain to you sometimes like how things like things come through me um i have an idea i can see it but i don't always know like how it's going to happen and i just get into the shop and I start creating and, you know, I know that you guys have got like, it's, it's in the zone. It's, it's Jody, you know, where, where you're, you know, 
you're at 201 and you're pushing it, you know, you're pushing it up to the, you know, the, the 210. It's like, it's like nothing else exists. It's just this. And I, it's like being in the back of my body, I can, or behind myself, I can see my hands moving and I know I'm doing it, but like stuff comes through me. And I, I can't explain how I did it because I never had training in like building a flat pattern. But I, I took that and I, I built it like one side of the wing. It was flat. I put that curve in there. So you see where that curve is. Yeah. And I actually bent the, uh, like it, it was flat. Like I think it's 18 gauge. Yeah. Uh, I took it and then just bent the other side of the wing over. And so that's one, each side of the wing is one piece. And then fold it over like that to make the thing. And I can't explain it, but it just freaking worked. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's really cool yeah um this one i, I this one has got to be like one of my favorites that is just so cool um how big is that it's kind of hard to tell i uh is like it 20, 20, 20 no 18 inches at the umbrella so she's okay. 18 inches tall and so that's just a perspective shot of where like that's a cemetery yeah. that's by my uh my home in new york uh the Aaron cemetery which i really love i just I find peace in cemeteries. I've played in them since I was a kid. Um, there's just something peaceful about them. Yeah, uh, just... your, your stuff is just so cool, <laughs> so creative. Um, it's it's really neat. Like even this one, that her hair is so cool. Um, so that's that's filler rod. That's steel yeah. filler rod. Yeah, it's just really. It's it's like I said. Your the stuff is just really neat. This one's cool too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I love my I love my skulls and my wings. It's hard to tell when you look at my stuff, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, yeah. how about this this big man? Is oh man, yeah. What is this guy? So this is the tradesman. He was um, he was commissioned by Rock the Trades, which is an initiative to honor and showcase tradesmen and careers in a skilled trades. And that is uh, that is the you know like the most in-depth sculpture and it's taken me the longest out of everything that was um it took me nine months to create him he wow. is uh he's quarter inch round bar and tig weld you you do the math wow. <laughs> yeah you probably really you, you probably weren't making much per hour on that because you just probably were so consumed in it that it's yeah I, com I completely lost my entire ass on that like i did that for uh like I didn't even make a penny an hour on that. I'm I'm pretty darn sure. But also, uh, yeah, I made that right. And so like what? there are jobs if that happens, like, um, which that hasn't even been unveiled yet. And there's a story behind it, and I won't get into it. But uh, it uh, just it honors and showcases everything that's special to me and all the people that I deeply admire. And so, uh, yeah, I I can't wait to bring that one out into the world. So I actually I still have him and. I oh, did you commission that? Did somebody commission that? It, it was commissioned, but the, the company was bought out by another company in the middle of me creating it. And the company that bought it um, was like there. The reason they bought it was because they wanted to do this giant initiative for the skilled trades. And uh, I think they failed magnificently. And I so I still own the sculpture. They have not taken delivery of it. And so I'm going to showcase it in my new shop when I get it until they take delivery, which they just don't even respond to emails. So awesome. it was uh, shameful on, on their part 
and uh but also like this thing exists now and i will make sure yeah. that it gets the uh like like i said like i'll make sure that it gets the uh the honor that it deserves so yeah. it was uh what? the people people from all over the country sent in tools that their family or they owned like family members like that you know their grandmas and grandpas used that their moms and dads used that you know that they themselves used and those tools are integrated into this sculpture that in a way that just showcases like and it doesn't really show it like from that picture but there's you know like there's like a you know um a, um uh, a wrench down his arm like my dad so i got one of my dad's scribes is in you know is in the arm there's there's a giant auger down the front of the leg. And then there's a whole bunch of tools that I ended up welding onto the base of that also. That uh, like, there's just tools like just tucked in all over the place. And it is by far the most difficult thing that I've ever sculpted. But uh, just the, you know, the, the, the meaning behind it for me is everything. So one, I want to apologize to all the people that, that sent the tools in. Like, trust me, it will get the honor that it deserves. Um, I, I left the pockets open like it's um, it looks like it's closed, but the pockets are actually ac actually opened uh, when people sent in the tools. I asked them to send in letters to tell me the meaning behind the tools and who it was. So that sculpture, the, the pockets are when I unveil it, I'm going to put everyone's I'm going to read the letters and I'm going to put it into the pockets. And those stories are going to go along with that sculpture because his story is our story. Like we're all like that's, you know. Like yeah. we stand on the shoulders of giants as craftsmen, we're taught by other people. And I just want to honor and showcase that. So one, I'm so sorry to the people that did send it in. And two, and which I need to go online and say that it's just been like an underlying thing. And I've been kind of mad about it. Not kind of, I've been furious about it. Yeah. Well, you came through on your end, you created the sculpture. I did, but there's some people out there that need to know what's happened. And so I want to go in and, uh, I need to go in and talk about it. So thank you for asking about it. it gives me a chance, but it's uh, it's coming, people. It's yeah. coming. Well, you know, your family must be pretty proud of what you're done, what you've done, huh? That's another statement. I cannot go in public with my mom because she goes, "Do you know who this is?" <laughs> for freak's sake, stop! The guy pumping the gas doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> And that the best is they're probably like, oh yeah, like you know, especially if it's somebody under thirty, they don't care if you're not like a social media influencer. Who cares what you've done? You know, like yeah. unfortunately. Oh my gosh, yeah. your, your stuff is just so cool, and I I hope that your sculptures get into so many more places and museums and that kind of stuff because it, it should be shared. It should be everywhere. Like that man. I mean, somebody should step up and buy it and put it on in like a museum or put it in front mm. of a big business, you know, that's a trade business, you know, that's just so cool. And to Thank give you. back to somebody else in a trade. Yeah, I just want to say and I wanted to say this in the beginning and we just started going into it. But I cannot tell you guys enough how very much this means to me. To be sitting here and talking to you guys, you know, we've spent time in person and I just like, I'm in awe, like absolutely freaking legends that I'm sitting here talking to, and, you know, and just, it's, I, I'm just such, like, so deeply honored, like being on the high seas rally and, and like, Jody, you talking about the, you know, about the salt flats and how you just like, you know, nonchalantly, and I know it wasn't, but just like so nonchalantly, like, 
I want 200. I cried through your whole speech, girl. Like that was like, that was the highlight for me to, to stand in your, well to sit, cause I was sitting down, but to stand in your presence and have you talk about like, this, this is who I am. And it's just like, I know that you deal with fear because every human being does, but you're, you know, like, you know, DP for you to go just like, Oh yeah, well we can't go out to the salt flats without bringing a bike. I mean, it's who we are. Like what you guys have created, you know, individually and as a team is mind blowing to me. And, and to call you guys friends is just the greatest freaking honor. And to have you look at what I'm doing and be like, holy shit, like it's, we do. We I'm do. so grateful for you guys, for one, for your journey, because it's so inspirational, like to learn about, you know, the hamsters and what they're doing and how they're giving back. Like that's mission for me. Like that's mission. Like not, maybe not so much to, to create a, to create a group and maybe it is create a group and who knows, right? I don't know what it looks like, but to give back on that level is my life's mission. So thank you for showing your journey in that and sharing your story with that you know and, and both of you for just well the same goes for you thank yeah. you thank you thank you thank you you should be so proud of yourself regardless of being a sculptor but just so much that you've overcome a lot of people don't do that they can't it's just unfortunately they get caught up in like a snowball and they, oh. they don't ever get out of it so just that alone like you know, DP said your family must be so proud. Like in that aspect, just that. Never mind. Look at how <laughs> cool stuff. I mean, that this stuff takes a lot of creativity. Never mind talent. <laughs> you that you should really be be proud of yourself for all that you've you've done and like where your sculptures are. Like the 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 man the climbing up the ladder. This one, the first responder is like that is so cool. That, that is neat to even come up with that. And then to have a city come in, to you and say, hey, we want a sculpture. Yeah, that's, really that's, cool. that's amazing. I've got two, uh, two of my sculptures are in centerpieces in cities now. My hometown of Elmira, New York has, uh, they put in a new roundabout and commissioned me a couple of years ago to make birds for that, which is super cool. And uh, because it's up so high in the roundabout, I've had a hard time. Like, I need to hire someone with uh, a drone to go over and like get get the video of that. But yeah, uh, it is just such a it's such a deep honor. Like, you know, it's I don't have. I'm like, I wish I had better words to describe how damn grateful I am to you know just to be like to be who I am today. But like, I this this journey has you know i'm so grateful like let me let me like kind of go back a little bit i'm so damn grateful for my drug addiction i'm so grateful for my you know the, the mental health issues i've had i'm so grateful for you know just all that shit that i've gone through because it's made me who i am today and today i understand like i was put on earth to suffer and overcome that so that other people have hope like I was put on earth to give other people hope. And I didn't, you know, like when you're in the middle of suffering, you don't understand, you know, your family has just gone through a major tragedy, you know, a, a major, like you guys are, you know, I can't even begin to understand what you guys are going through, but I will tell you this, there's going to be so much beauty that is going to come from it, you know? And it's like, you'll always hold on to that pain. My grandma's pain, I'll always hold on to that because it's part of who I am and I, I kind of love it. Right. Like I kind of love it because it's just it's part of 
and you know the the post you made uh dave of like the you know you you were creating through the pain my 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 most beautiful sculptures have come because i am creating through my pain i sculpt pain and i sculpt power and, and that's where i am with what i do you know and i know that something is beautiful something beautiful will be born out of this you know it's it's this it's a the phoenix it's you all you will rise from this and you will rise stronger and more powerful and you're going to do a lot of beauty because you know a lot of beautiful things because of it and it's you know it's who we are is what we do as artists is we translate we translate emotion you know and it's uh you know i'm brokenhearted for you but i'm also very excited because i i've seen what you guys have done you know and i know something really beautiful is going to come out of this do you know um you know who Chopper Gary is? Yeah, he was on the cruise with us. Yeah, big guy. <laughs> and had a cute little wife. Candace. Candace. I, I probably I probably damn well have pictures with him. <laughs> he just posted, he said, oh, I selfie with everyone. Like everyone was just amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so Gary just posted, he says, Holy crap, you've got everyone tearing up. Great show. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, Facebook needs a hug button. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Facebook. I love you guys so much. Um, so, Bobby, how can people find you? How can they follow you? I have your um, Instagram here at Bobby the Wilder on Instagram. Um, you want to tell people how else can they follow you, watch your work, see your work, buy your work? Oh, I make it super easy for y'all to follow me. Whatever platform you like, I'm on it. Um, <laughs> Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm on all of them. And then my website, barbiethewelder.com. And if you're looking for merch, you can check out my Etsy shop. I have stickers and t-shirts. And uh, I think I have one like really simple sculpture. I say simple. And I have like one sculpture uh, left on uh, on Facebook that uh, was just something that uh, uh, was it a skull with wings. It's just like... Uh, I don't know. Like I randomly get the ideas to make stuff. I'm like, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you know Jeff Decker? Yes. Uh, let's see. And, and forgive me because gosh, I'm like, I might know him in person, but I damn well know the name because I've, I've connected with him. I think on every social media platform on. So I'm like, it's kind of a weird thing because I spend so much time on my social media. Like I feel like I know people. Yeah. And so I may or may not know him in person, but I damn well know the name. Yeah, I mean, Jeff yeah. is probably one of the top sculptures in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but his media, his medium is a whole different thing than yours. You know, he casts everything. He makes molds and he casts stuff. I mean, he, he's an incredible sculptor. Yeah, that's awesome. That's something I'm going to learn. That's down. That's, that's a hurry up and get my big girl shop because I'm going to go into I'm going to get myself a forge is probably the first thing uh, is I've forged three knives uh, so far and I can't wait to, to play with the forge. And I, I'm not going into knife making, but uh, I've got some ideas. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Good. Yeah. All right. So um, like you said, if anybody um, is looking for you on social media, it's pretty much Bobby the welder on all platforms. Yeah, I keep it simple so I don't have yeah, to remember they, too much stuff. <laughs> I um, pulled up your Instagram because that's what we do the most. Um, we're not as social savvy as you. We pretty much Instagram and Bookface. That's about it. Um, <laughs> well, hey, if you guys want uh, 
want to go into any of the other platforms. It's like, just, I'll give you guys, a, I'll give you a class, man. We'll hang out. Yeah. She, you got, she, you she, can come, come to Florida. We've got sunshine here. We, yeah. <laughs> we don't need welding tips. We want social media tips. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's blue. It's like, it's literally just like Simpson blue sky outside. We we can't complain though, because it's like been like almost sixty the yeah. last couple days here. Oh, so wow. yeah, it's oh, fantastic. Cold soon. Yeah, yeah. It's any day now. Sending you more sunshine. Now whereabouts are you now? Um, I'm sitting in my bus right now. I'm parked in Bunnell, but I'm going to be moving south of here. Uh, actually, right down by the new Smyrna track, like my my bus. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, I won't make an announcement online. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to make an announcement of where I'm going, but I'm going to the most badass place in uh, um, New Smyrna Beach area. And, okay. and if you know, I'm like, if you know, you know. Um, that's so how you guys are. New Smyrna. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna be living in the New Smyrna area. So uh, you're in Burnell now. I'm in Burnell now. Yep. Well, you no, know, just... a quick story. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to, uh, there's a guy named Mark Langello. He was a top, one of the top photographers uh, in the magazine industry. And every time I'd go to Daytona, he would shoot our bikes for all the different magazines. And his studio was in Bunnell. And it was, uh, uh, do you know who um, the ice cream man from hell is, Jimmy? No, but it sounds like someone I should know. It sounds like someone I'm friends with. He's like total weirdo. Right? Yeah, the ice cream <laughs> from hell. Give him and, my contact information. Yeah, <laughs> in Vanell, right? So, anyways, the, his my Mark Studio was a big, uh, a really big garage that used to house heavy equipment, and he turned it into a real nice studio, but it was a real shithole area. You know, <laughs> he had a house that was all overgrown and and it was really like you, you didn't even really want to go in it you know that kind of thing and uh we well, were, lived there <laughs> we were doing uh a bike uh for the crazy horse monument in uh South awesome. Dakota. and uh we spent a year just getting permission to bring the bike up on top of the monument to photograph it. Oh, and uh, wow. so Mark Langella was going to shoot it. Well, he ended up getting sick about a month beforehand. And so I was talking to him regularly. And I mean, he was really sick. And it turned out uh, after a few weeks, they determined that he was bit by black widow spiders. But by the time they figured it out, it was too late. They couldn't do anything. So he had to work through it. Oh, wow. uh, anyways, we did the photo shoot and everything worked out. Well, it turned out that the overhead door in his studio, there was hundreds of black widow spiders that had nested in the overhead door. And Dave, I, I don't need more fear on buying a damn shot. It's my turn to tell you, huh? And, and, you know, I think about that every time. That all the times I was in that studio, leaning against that door. Well, that was my that was my Brunel story. Yeah. Needless to say, please don't move to Brunel because DP won't be visiting you. Right? Yeah, but I'm at the top of the loop, and it's pretty badass right here. It is gorgeous, gorgeous area, man. Yeah. 
But uh, I, I'll, I'll miss this, but also I will not miss it at all. I can, I'll be back up here every damn day riding anyway. But yeah, yeah I'm. Yeah, it, it's a really great area. So I'm going to spend a week over in Flagler Beach. I got my uh, my kids are coming into town today. Yeah. Actually, though, they're like I'm way. I'm probably about like an hour or so away from them being. I like brought them down here for Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals! How old are your kids? Oh, uh, see, my my oldest is 29. Really cute age. Wow. And um, really? I've got an 18 year old and uh, my my oldest, uh, they uh, my oldest's girlfriend had a baby last summer. So I'm a grandma. Nana. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's so exciting. This poor kid, his first word is going to be the F word because I just like, hey, effer, what's up? I'm like, I just don't identify as a grandma. <laughs> Yeah. No, you don't see. You're not old enough to be a grandma. No, but also it is the coolest job on earth. I'm pretty sure. Well, other than being a mom, being a mom is the coolest job on earth. The second coolest job on earth is being a grandma. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You must be excited for them to come. I'm super stoked. Um, we're gonna have a blast. We got a lot. I got a lot of stuff for uh, for them to do. That's oh, I'll awesome. bet. I'll bet. Well, we don't want to take up too much more of your um grandma time. <laughs> Um, so people can find you, Bobby the Welder. This is her Instagram. Any um, of the other social media platforms, same thing, Bobby the Welder, to follow you. I know you've gained some um, fans on here as well as you have. A bunch I, know, I didn't of even look at the chat. I didn't know I could look at yeah, the chat, the, the, which the is comment. probably pretty good to not because I would have gotten sidetracked anyway. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see what anyone said, but thank you guys definitely have like, some awesome thank you facebook for showing up and it means the absolute world to me that you guys took your time today and and talked with me i just i'm so grateful thank you i really look forward to uh to hanging out some more man we we're gonna have a freaking blast yeah well yeah, well we'll see you in daytona yeah that's what she's gonna say worst case we'll see you in march yeah, definitely, definitely. It says Sons of Speed is coming We're up. Come so, and visit you. Are you guys coming down for Sons of Speed in January? They're oh, on a, no, it's that, a, January? Gib Town. No, uh, yeah, it's not a race. It's just a show. Oh, oh is that what it is? No, yeah, I don't care what it is. I'm there with bells on. Y'all could find me right there, man, right on the track. I cannot wait. Yeah, so we'll we'll be down in March. The, awesome. The, the Sons of Speed thing is just um, a display at a show in uh, January. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah so I'm going to be there. It's <laughs> your goal. We want to come and see a new shop in March. Oh, you know what? Like, I definitely, like, you should tell me you need to come see it January 1st so I really get my ass in gear. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, a tight, that's a tight, you know, crunch considering today's already, what, December 8th? Yeah. Yeah, but when I, when I get motivated, like, there's, like, nothing, like, it's... Yeah, I uh, I move fast. When it's time to go, it's it's gone. Like I told you, it's a it's a bow. Yeah, so drawing back, and I've been drawing back, and it's, it's I've let go. It's go time. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for for chatting with us. We are honored to have you today. Awesome. I love you guys so much. Thanks, Bobby. See you hey, soon. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Get your ass out there and get yourself a shop. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. see you later okay all right guys so that was our show for today um once again don't forget if any of you guys want to um get a perowitz hat or um one of the perowitz t-shirts for somebody for christmas they are now being sold at competitiondistributing.com let me see if i can pull that um banner up here it is competition distributing 
Com. You can go over there and purchase one um, or both. They make great Christmas presents. So Competition Distributing now has our shirts and hats. Um, and don't forget to give us a follow on um, uh, YouTube. Here is our YouTube. It's just Perowitz. Um, go subscribe to our YouTube page. We've been posting videos constantly up there, as well as give us a follow if you don't already on Instagram. This is the Perowitz Psychofab one. Um, my Instagram is Jody Perowitz. DP's is D Perowitz on Instagram. So give us a follow. Um, we will be back. Uh, oops, sorry next week for another show of chopper history so thanks guys for everybody commenting watching liking sharing our post um we'll catch you next week anything else no, no i think um pretty good yeah i think we're good okay. and uh thanks everybody for watching and uh see you next week see you next week